Welcome to Mornings with Martin, and it is Holy Week, and that means there's lots to do and lots to celebrate. Uh, we just celebrated Palm Sunday. Just tomorrow we have Maundy Thursday, then Good Friday, then Easter Sunday. But there's the question is, what happens on Saturday? Right, And I know there are events going on at our church that are happening on Saturday, but what happens in the biblical story of Saturday? So we know what happens Monday, Thursday, right? We know that he's praying in the garden, that he's instituting the Lord's Supper, that he's arrested, he gives his final command to, to love one another. All of those things are Monday, Thursday events. And we know what happens on Good Friday, his suffering, his death, the, the earth quaking, the temple curtain tearing in two, uh, this tremendous uh, event on Good Friday. And then it's like everything skips until Sunday. And Sunday, we know what happens on Easter. Uh, Christ is risen. He's risen indeed. And that's a great thing for us as well. Uh, but what happens on that Saturday? Well, it takes us all the way back to creation. So, and I think I explained this once with our baptismal font, a reason why it has eight sides. So, <clears throat> you've got your day one of creation through six of creation. Uh, and so you've got your Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday is your last day of creation. And what does God do on Saturday? What does he do on the Sabbath? He rests. That's the rest of God. And then the next Sunday is day eight, the new day. And God's done resting and now he's working within his creation once more. And that's what he sets up for us all the way back in Genesis 1 and 2. He creates six days for work, the seventh day for rest, and then back at it on day eight. And that's exactly what we see within Christ's Passion Week. He starts off on Palm Sunday, entering into Jerusalem, his new creation that he's performing here as he uh, goes through those streets and people cry out, Hosanna in the highest. As he then the next day, he's overturning tables. And then the next day after that, he's, he's teaching people. And Wednesday is more of the same, more teaching, more elaborating on what it, it means to be part of the kingdom of God. And then Thursday, Thursday, he goes into this one final teaching, Mondi teaching. And then he has his last supper, his last gift. And then uh, his last example of his prayer. And then his suffering. And then his death. And then day seven, Saturday, he rests. And he rests on the Sabbath. He Sabbaths from all of his work of bringing about the forgiveness of our sins. And then on Easter, he's back at it again. It's day eight. It's time to usher in the new week. It's time to usher in the new life. It's time to usher in salvation. And so he comes back to life and his work is finished as far as it as far as it in terms of our forgiveness and now it's ongoing in terms of his being there with us to the very end of the age and him being uh, the mediator between God and man uh, and so we see God continuing to work in the midst of our lives still today so what happens on holy saturday Jesus rests. And while he rests, 
on that Easter Saturday, we also rest in him, longingly awaiting the celebration that is Easter Sunday. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this week and all of the various events that happened throughout it. And Lord, as we approach Easter Saturday, it's a quiet day of reflection. Yes, of celebration, because we know what happens on that next day. We know what happens on Easter, but it's a day for us to reflect and think and rest in what you have done for us. So help us to do that in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you next time.